Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, and welcome to another Ashes Daily. I'm Tony Kerr, and Adam Bayfield is on the line, possibly lurking somewhere. Where are you hiding out today, Adam? I'm currently just walking through town. Um, just trying not to look like I'm talking to myself. Um, but yeah, oh, I'm crossing the road now. So anyway, hello, Tone. Hello, hello. Yeah, live, live commentary. I mean, yeah, see if you could find yeah, a phone box or a, a dustbin or something to sit in. Yeah, like uh, in a grouch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just pop up with big opinions. Um, well, here we go again, I guess. Back uh, into a new year, a new outlook. Fresh positivity. You really enthusiastic about it. <laughs> yeah. Like Ashes Daily's back. Here we go again. Here we go again. Ashes Daily's back. FFS. Um, yeah. FMH. <laughs> so here we are. Um, it's almost like a new series. It's like a two-match series now that they've started. Yeah, I think we should think of it like that. I'm sure Australia are thinking of it like that. I think just yeah, you know, good warm up. Now we're into the real, the real business, the real meat and meat and bones of the uh, of the the episode. Um, the real, uh, my... the, the real meat and tea veg, as you used to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, of the ashes. Um, I don't know how much you saw last night or how much you've seen. I mean, there wasn't a huge amount, was there? <laughs> Not least, I mean, there wasn't a huge amount of action, full stop, because there was a fair amount of rain around. Um, but of the action, I suppose it's kind of like, eh, let's see what happens from here. Um, Australia closed the day 126 for three, having won the toss uh, and chosen to bat. Uh, there was a bit of rain. That's when I went to bed, when the, the rain came after about four overs. I was like, nah, not going to sit through this. Um but yeah, Australia made a pretty steady start. Uh, there were 55 when the first wicket went down. Um, David Warner uh, getting himself out to Stuart Broad, it had to be, I guess. Uh, Marcus Harris looked uh, half decent. Um, he made 38 from 109 balls. But yeah, two relatively late wickets in the day uh, from Anderson and Wood as um, uh, yeah, kind of given England probably a bit of pep in their step. Uh, Smith and Kawaja at the crease for not many at the moment. Um, yeah, what, what can you say about day one in Sydney? Yeah, it's probably just about even Stephen, doesn't it? But then because of the rain, not that much has happened <laughs> in in a way. Not really sure what there is to say. It's you know a, a kind of rain truncated day. Um, it was fairly attritional. Like Australia weren't really kind of you know racing out of the blocks where they I mean Warner looked looked in relatively good nick. I mean you say, you know, Broad got him out and I think you said there you know, Stuart Broad it had to be, which is very much the the narrative. It's like four tests into the series. Yeah. Broad Broad gets water. It's like, and it's that man broad again. But you know <laughs> I think it, it's a little it, it's a little bit too little too late at this point. But um yeah, no, there's not that much to say. I'm wondering, saying whether we ought to have done, uh, instead of Ashes Daily, 
whether this ought to be Mount Monganui daily because uh, yeah, that's probably the, the, in terms of like where the kind of big story in cricket is at the moment. Bangladesh beating New Zealand feels rather more significant. India South Africa feels rather more significant, and the ashes a dead rubber in the ashes now. Yeah, it's, maybe uh, we pivot then. Is it? Uh, yeah, I mean. It's probably slightly too late to start doing, uh, yeah, a Mount Monganui daily at this point. But um, yeah, maybe we just pick up, we just drop the ashes and 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 move over to New Zealand. Yeah, and I mean to be fair, so we've never really cared that much about the ashes anyway. <laughs> um, it's it's not really that big a deal, is it? It's uh, I wouldn't describe it as the real quiz. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, that, it was truly a remarkable result for Bangladesh. Well, no, it's astonishing. It's absolutely astonishing in terms of. Uh, shocks or upsets or surprising results in cricket. I don't want to say it's the biggest ever because obviously that's tempting. You know, that's the, the hyperbole that you always get lured into. But it, I mean, it has to be up there. I don't know how high up, but you know, New Zealand arguably the best team in the world at the moment, certainly the world's best champion at home, having lost, was that 16 or 17 test matches unbeaten? They never leave at home. I think it's the first Asian side to beat them uh, in New Zealand in 10 years or 11 years. So anyway, I think we'll probably talk more about it then, uh, on the next kind of full episode of the show, but definitely when I wake up this morning, I mean, even BT were, were keen to talk about that rather than what was going on in Sydney, because it was, you know, it was a fairly uh, un- unlively day today, wasn't it? I think it was a, probably a good toss for Australia to win, but I was thinking that psychologically England are probably happier to be bowling, they're probably relieved to be bowling. Like, even though the pitch looks pretty flat, doesn't it? England's batsmen, you know, if England's batsmen had been asked to go out there after the, the scars of the last few weeks, you know, things could have got ugly quite quickly if they'd lost a couple of early wickets. But I think, you know, they'll probably be a bit happier than they're bowling. And the other thing I was just going to say is that, uh, you know, just to kind of show England a little bit of, uh, of kindness, we've obviously been very hard on them and rightly so uh, on the podcast and, and everybody has and they've, they've received a huge amount of criticism and uh, you know the people sort of talking about you know wide-ranging reform that's needed to the English game when you say people you mean true, Bayfield but, yeah Bayfield care um, you know and, and sort of lesser pundits as well but you know but I think just to, to be a little bit kind to them I mean they deserve all that criticism but they have they've had a they must have had a very tough week here to be on the on the receiving end of all of that. And it, it's like, you're so bad at your job that we need to completely reorganise the way that we do that, you know, the whole system needs to change. And then they've obviously had, you know, a lot of, uh, kind of there's been a lot going on in the camp, I there with, you know, obviously Silverwood uh, testing COVID and he was already in isolation. He's not there and, most, you know, a lot of the coaching staff aren't there and net bowlers testing positive it's been a very very disruptive week they've all you know they've had to do their own throwdowns it's like David Brent doing his own filing isn't it um, <laughs> it's just it's not really on so, so <laughs> oh good enough so yeah so it can't have been easy so you know this as I say I think at best it's even Stevens you wouldn't say that England have had a great day here it's just not been much of a day at all but, but to turn up today and put in a kind of halfway decent performance i think is a creditable effort after all of that yeah look and yeah they were pretty pumped weren't they with the wickets obviously late on um 
yeah, there there is face to save here still. I mean, yeah, the, undoubtedly, undoubtedly, sort of change is coming down the line. But um, but yeah, a, a decent showing, or if they can salvage anything from these two test matches, then um, then yeah, it, it's it's, it's going to be a bonus. I mean, I just thought when I woke up and saw the score, I just thought oh, this is nice. This is just nice. This is what I would have liked the first test to start with. Just Australia making you know decent runs. England picking up a couple of wickets, a nice easy way into the series. It would have been a much better way to to get going for me. Yeah, I'd definitely take dull over humiliating. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Because you sort of, even if England win these next two tests, it's, well, if England do win these next two tests, which isn't going to happen, but if they do, in some ways I'll be even more annoyed. But, you know, but it's just a weird one. It's like, what do I want? I don't, you know, as a fan, I don't want England to lose five 0 So obviously, I want them to perform better. But it's just the fact that they, you know, if they now go in and put, put in two great performances and and salvage something, like that will be good on one level. But it would also kind of make the whole thing even more frustrating that they couldn't have done it earlier. But I don't think that is going to happen. I think you know, well, we'll see. But England haven't batted yet. <laughs> Let's see what happens in the remainder of the test. Yeah, let's not speak too hastily. Um, okay, well, let's wrap it up there because that's probably about as much as we can say um, of that first day. You can get out the bin now. Yeah, thanks. Pop up. You can probably hear there's quite a bit of traffic around, actually. Um, a, big, uh, a big petrol tanker coming past me right now. So yeah, it's, just, it's just great audio quality that the listeners <laughs> are getting. Because we're having, obviously we're doing these on Zoom. Well, yeah, because well, I'm literally at work you know I've got my lunch break here but we've been doing them all on Zoom lately haven't we because of COVID and very, you know you were in isolation I was in isolation so um, you know I'm sure the listeners are, are loving the audio um, but just, just bear with us I guess yeah it's better than nothing isn't it that's what everyone's saying <laughs> that's that's one of our iTunes reviews <laughs> it's marginally better than nothing um, okay, cool. Well, enjoy your lunch break. Um, we'll see you tomorrow, I guess. Cheers, Dane. Talk to you then. Cheers, mate. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 